We're all on time today. We're all on time. We're all on time, everybody. We're oh time. my God, this but is so exciting. That is not that rare of a thing. We're, no, pretty, we're, no, we're a very prompt yeah, But crew. we were very eager for one of us to be late. We, we, <laughs> we, were, we were excited. We were like giddy about, oh, Glenn's in the office, but he's not in the room we're yet. Gonna get him. Going we're going to gonna get him. It's going to happen Absolutely. again. There's not going to be 180 of these things, mm -hmm. right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's, something it's like that. Yeah. It's, I will never be late again. <laughs> you think so? Oh, I can guarantee it. Okay. Oh, Ooh, that's uh -oh. a Megan, bold you this? claim. <laughs> that is a, that bold, is a claim. bold claim. I There's got to be a it. small part of you that's regretting making that claim. You can't actually. No. You can't actually guarantee it. How well, can? No, how well, can of course you, not. How can you guarantee sort of, it? Yeah, there could yeah, be some sort of earthquake. Yes, it could be a tire situation. Yeah. You know, Speaking well, of catastrophes. I'll call. I'll call in a bomb threat. <laughs> to no, carousel. Yeah, yeah no, no. I'll yeah. get a flat tire, then I'll just randomly, anonymously call in a, ball, to a bomb who? threat. Who do you call? To the people of Carousel. That's the that's the building then. To, to Jeff Luini. I'll say, uh, I'm, I'm stalking. Uh, hello. Uh, oh, yeah, no, do it. Yeah, what, what, <laughs> yeah. Yes, continue. yes. Continue. 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 Yeah, no, sorry. Who is well, this? It would have to be a bad accent because mm. you don't want them to know where you're from. You know, uh, so. that's, oh, why, that's, that's why it's a bad accent. That's why it's a bad that's accent. A bad accent. <laughs> hello. Uh, uh, I'm stalking uh, with Glenn Howlton. Hello. <laughs> There's two of you. There's a bomb. Oh, we're no, both, we're both I'm late. calling about a different bomb. Why is there a child on this call? I'm not a child. Guys, this episode is fantastic. I'm I'm very happy. With, I'm very pleased with our show. Not this podcast. Good. I'm glad the, that you're enjoying the uh, the episode. Dennis now. and D going welfare. I feel like we're really hitting our stride with the show at this point. No? Yeah, I would agree with you. I, I I think this one and the one just before it, the gang goes jihad, are sort of really strong examples of where we were headed with this show. I mean, it's it's one of the first that with with the gang goes on welfare uh yeah it, start, it really starts to feel like the show in in many ways to me there were aspects of this episode that i felt though we were leaning too hard into displaying that these characters were awful people like like that, that yes what do you mean uh, oh like the bathroom scene yes like the bathroom scene but see okay so one of the things i will say you're you're not totally wrong about that because it's it is very very despicable but one of the things that i really like about that is that it, it it's the it's that first taste of like the characters just being so completely and totally oblivious not only oblivious to their behavior but actually thinking that they're the opposite you know what i mean like you guys are literally saying like oh, we're good guys i'm a good guy we're right. good guys we're good people we're getting, you know and then you just spray here in the face you're not doing it on purpose i can't but you're oblivious you. to the fact that you've done that yeah I, I don't mind it like um in terms of what we're going for i just felt like the execution was like it's like too on the nose like yeah. that 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 it's like too I I, Obvious. I, I I hear you, but I can't tell you how many times I, I posted something. I think I talked about it in the last two podcasts ago, where I said something to the effect of somebody said to me that they don't like my sh they don't like the show my shows. Talking about Mythic Quest and Sunny because they can't tell who the good people are and who the bad people are. You told me about <laughs> that. Okay, right? This is hilarious. Okay, so I I just I posted that on on Twitter and it got like a massive response, which was great because it was generally from the people who like. You know the people who follow you on Twitter, the people who like your shows, right. and and yet there were a lot of a lot of people, like maybe thousands of people, who were saying things like, "I didn't get Sunny at first until I understood what you were doing." Now to us, 
it was like uh, so obvious. We felt like we were making it so obvious from the very beginning. But I think it takes a little yeah. getting used to. And yeah, I think episodes fair. like this, where you're like, it's so, uh, we lean into it so heavily that these people are so cruel to the yeah. point where like, I think my favorite part of the episode, which is so on the nose, is when Frank says, I don't, he's talking to the quote unquote <laughs> slaves and says, wait a second, you don't drink you work hard. How did you get into the position you're in? Yeah, and she yeah, tries yeah, to, yeah, yeah. she goes yeah. to answer him he and listen. he goes, hold on, honey. And then turns around. I'm like, okay, I feel like at this point, what we're, we're, we're basically saying exactly what the show is. Well, and it might be a little heavy handed, but I think maybe that, that I didn't mind so much that, that joke I feel like is a little more subtle. There was just like one or two where I was like, all right, this is, we're leaning so hard into it. But look, overall, I love the episode from a, these are little things, but from a production value standpoint, I really love the episode. Like having Dennis and Dee on that stoop in Philly, the scene where they go to buy crack, that that street, the how how authentically Philly those scenes are. And Half the episode was shot in Philly. Yeah. Look at how many scenes were shot yeah. exterior Philly. And it's a little bit of a disservice to the show when we don't do that. But you know, it, it got more difficult as we had kids and family. What do you mean? But, we do do that. Uh, right. Right. We do. Oh, this, sorry. Yeah, you guys do it. This was the first episode I remember pitching it to uh, F FX. This was the first time I remember pitching this mm -hmm. where they where they uh, said, mm, uh, I we don't know about this. Really? Yeah, what was the their very, the very, issue even in it? the first season where we changed we talked about this already where we changed the um Priest, priest to the, to gym, the gym teacher. teacher. They were still into the storyline. This one, when I remember very distinctly being in Venice at the apartment that you and I shared in Venice, mm -hmm. uh, not Italy, Venice, uh, California, yeah. Muscle Beach, home of Muscle Beach. Um, yeah. And I pitched it to Nick Grad, who's the our executive. And I said, I think we're going to get Dennis and Dee addicted to crack. <laughs> he was like, nah, man, nah, you guys, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, no, let me explain to you why. And then I explained to him why. And he's like, well, now you definitely can't do it. And we were, I was like, no, no, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And he's like, I don't think you should do it. And then we wound up writing the script and it was, and it just worked and it was so funny and they let us do it. I mean, I've talked to numerous people who said early on, you know, like I'm talking about like when we were in season five or six or seven and uh, they were telling me, my buddies and I are super into the show. I started watching it and I showed them the show and then they got into it. I would always ask, what episode did you show them to get them into the show? And more often than not, it was this episode. It was the mm -hmm. gang goes on welfare. Uh, I'm, I'm not totally sure why. It must have been something. It, that episode, I think, was the first episode to really strike a chord with people and and hook people. Well, how about how about this? Like right in the very beginning, Dennis and Dee say we have dreams. We're going to go pursue them, and here's how we're going to go do it. And then Dee says, "I'm going to sign us up for unemployment benefits." Right. And then Dennis and, and it's just like, "No, no, no! Come on, let's go. We're, we're going to follow our dreams." And then you find out that you're getting four hundred dollars a week. That's more than you made at the bar, right? Mm -hmm. So this is literally something that the country is struggling with right now that the minimum wage is so low mm -hmm. and the cost of living is so high and that right now even though that we're coming out of the pandemic people don't want to go back to work because their unemployment benefits are higher than the minimum wage yeah so this is literally something that we're still continuing to struggle with yeah and the and the and the shit that they're talking about later when maria starts to try to explain it to frank and frank doesn't want to hear it is like exactly what the show is right 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 it's it's a shame too because i thought we'd solved it 
I thought we'd solved it. We There's, solved it on Sunny. Yeah. You know definitely. what we? You know what I think we did solve? Did we solve the Korea situation? No, we didn't. Did we? Damn it. We haven't solved. Have we solved well, anything? He died. The guy died. There's no, still yeah, but there's still an Oon. There's still an Oon in there. I feel like uh, there's always going to be an Oon. This was the first time we nailed. We really nailed going to the title, where the going to the title is such a, <laughs> is such a good right. joke. Don't worry about us. We're going to be just fine. Bing, Destiny, go welfare. Yeah, like I, that was the first time we really. I remember you telling it. me Jimmy Simpson reached out to you and told and told you that and like said that he like laughed out loud i remember you telling me that and being like oh, well, really? that's a high bar yeah yeah because jimmy <laughs> yeah jimmy yeah. is a tough critic for a comedy i remember he like reached out to you and said that that, that oh really laugh oh, that's out loud, great which oh, is good. good that's awesome and yeah. the guest cast is so good yeah yeah like all the guest cast is so good in this episode the woman who played the woman at the welfare store, Aisha Hines. Aisha Hines is Aisha so Hines good. Is great yeah, in that scene. Uh, I, every time she pops up in something, I get excited. She's such a great actress. Um, yeah, she's she's great in the episode. I love how real she plays. My favorite thing when our is when our guest cast comes in and just plays a very real, grounded person that is encountering maniacs and can still you know I mean? make it funny and can still make it funny yeah and and so, there are very few actors weirdly that can do that they can play it straight play it real play it grounded and yet what and and understand that what's funny about it is their reaction to the insanity that's being displayed in front of them and you know it's it's so funny because you know uh, a lot of uh, comic actors want to come in and like make it funny and it's like no 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 it will be funny if you just react honestly to the insanity that's that you're you know that you're witnessing yeah but it helps if you're a person whose honest reaction looks funny yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like like yeah. like there's a version of that same woman who who plays that part and does it totally honestly but doesn't it ain't have, funny it ain't, it ain't funny, funny. Yeah. It ain't and funny. yet aisha's performance is very very funny it's knowing how long to pause before you react to the line and it's all that yeah case. it's like the timing thing. well like her reaction to um her reaction to d grabbing the pen Mm-hmm. is is very fu- it's very real very funny and I, you know that was i don't think that was a scripted he, moment i he, think it just happened and she reacted that way because she's funny here's the thing that stood out to me so when we asked for the book of of people's images and it's called a facebook yeah yes. yeah did we invent facebook no, <laughs> no. what no it had we already been invented inv- but I, we didn't know about i certainly did not know that uh, i'd never heard of facebook at that time so that was a purely that had nothing to do with facebook for me, no. It had to do with a Facebook. Yes, that, and that's yes. how they came a, up a, with the, a book of faces. That's yeah. how they came up with the name of the company. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. So we were using it the way that people traditionally have been using that word, and so did Zuck. Zuck. Yeah. Zuck. Yeah, but yeah. I think that we one. might have some legal recourse here if we take this scene mm-hmm. to yeah. a, to a court of law and say, "Hey, God, we had it first. We might have some Finkelvoss kind of Winkle, money yeah, coming Winkle our Voss, way. Winklevoss, some, some, Vinkle, some Finkelvossy money coming our way. <laughs> Finkelvossian. I would say that probably the second, the second uh, or maybe maybe third most popular meme from our show comes from this particular episode. The Bismarcky stoop moment. No, no, huh. no. Okay, really? Can you can you guess? Well, maybe oh, I'm meme. wrong. Oh, I meme. Could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I well, I've seen... you guys in the top hats. Yeah, uh, I've seen that a lot. You guys in the top crying. hats. Yeah, crying. Oh, yeah, crying. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cry, yeah. Crying at the at the end. Yeah, I yeah. I have seen that pop up quite a few times. There's the shots of uh, Pat's and Gino's famous uh, steak cheesesteak uh, Philly cheesesteak places. Mm-hmm. Uh, never again after season two, right? We had a little bit of it in season one and season two, seeing those locations, and then we're like, nah. 
after that? I don't know. I don't feel like maybe we went back. No, nah, maybe not. Can I can I confess something to you guys? Go ahead. Oh God, I've never had a cheesesteak. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Not, I've never had we, one. We know, we know. From anywhere. Know. Yeah. What, what do you mean you know? What is it, the nitrates? What's 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 holding you back? Nitrates. I don't know back? what a nitrate is, I'll be honest. I don't know what that is either. Delicious. Uh, it's deliciousness? Yeah. Um, no, at the time, at, well, when we were going to Philly a lot, like in those early seasons, um, and and get, we were near those uh, steak pla- st- uh, steak sandwich. Mm-hmm. What are they called? You weren't eating season two. No, though, you weren't right? eating it. Yeah, you, you weren't were eating on, food. Come on, guys. You, you, were, were, on you were on some food. Food. Come on, guys. <laughs> guys, come on. Come I, no, I didn't you eat. Guys, you were on. eating pepper and, and honey. Yeah, you were having uh, pepper, pepper water oh, and yeah, honey. Yeah, yeah, you guys, I did the... Okay, let's talk about that. Let's get into it. I did the master cleanse. Biggest mistake of my life. What a What an absolute... Absolute gut destroyer that was. Yeah. That was just yeah. awful, an awful experience through and through, and I wish I hadn't done it. Anyone who's thinking about doing the master cleanse, which is the lemon. Don't get sued. Uh, Don't get sued by the master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the master. Um, yeah, it, it, it's the lemon. Uh, God, what is it? Paprika? It's nothing. No, it's starving yourself. And it's lemon. It's it's it's, it's, hot, it's I can remember hot powder hot, and, and, yeah. hun- and honey. honey. No, yeah. no, maple syrup. Maple syrup. And yeah, uh, yeah, paprika. Yeah. And you just one, eat yeah. that all day long, eat it, <laughs> uh, and uh, it's awful. And it absolutely destroyed my uh, my intestines for about a year. Um, <laughs> I also lost way too much weight and looked so skinny in season two because I did it right. But I think I, I did it while we were writing season two, which was also just torture. Yeah, yeah, torture. I oh god, just don't do the master cleanse. I heard somebody saying they were going to do the master cleanse the other day, and I'm like, what year is it? We played. No. We played a like a, a baseball game. Like a, a group of us for I think it was my bachelor party. Yes, it was. And yeah. was and I st- was I on the cleanse? You were on the cleanse, and we oh. did like shirts and skins, uh, or something with the teams. And when you popped your shirt off, we did shirts, skins, and bones. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it was like playing baseball with a skeleton. And uh, <laughs> I was concerned. I. <laughs> But you we, bounce back. You we bounce back. We wound back. up writing, writing that into a whole episode, didn't we? Yeah, we, we had, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you, you, you can't. In the miracle you, episode, you, you can't. You were insisting that you felt great. You say you, I did. Yeah, you were. No, but I, I did. I, I actually did. Great. No, no, no. But I would go through periods of extreme euphoria uh, on that. On that, let's call it a diet. Um, there were certain times of the day where I was really hungry, uh, like in the morning and like uh, <laughs> afternoon, evening. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember hallucinate. Well, I wasn't hallucinating. Uh, it did sustain. I mean, it does sustain you like in a weird way, uh, you know. And 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 I, I mean, I'm telling you, like I, th- I think anyone who's fasted for a long period of time can tell you, like there there's like periods of ex- like real euphoria. I mean. Uh, so in a way, I did actually feel amazing. Um, there was it was only that's like your maybe... body's defense mechanism to make dying not as bad. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like yeah. let's let's I, ah fuck I'm dying. All right, give the guy some euphoria before this is all over. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> maybe making him okay. If we give him a little euphoria, he'll think that living is good and he'll eat something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Life's worth living. Remember how fun living was? Go. I do. I do remember the very first thing I had was like a handful of, like just a couple of like almonds. <laughs> I had like a couple of almonds, like when I was coming, because you have to ease yourself off of it. I did it for ten days. And you orgasm? Uh, no, I mean, I, I literally got so high off those almonds, it was absolutely insane. And then I had like vegetable broth after that, and I was so fucking high off of that. It yeah. was, it was unreal, man. It was incredible. 
Oh, guys, don't ever do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. There's no reason for it. How do we segue into that or not? I, I don't know. We were talking about something that I actually wanted to talk about. And then, you Sorry. know. Sorry. Yeah. Well, well that's yeah, You were saying you never had a cheesesteak. Oh, that's oh, what that's I right. yeah, never yeah, had a cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, at the time, at the time, it was because I, I wasn't eating red meat. I didn't eat red meat for a very long time. Like for like, I don't know, 13, 14 years. Yeah, we, we know. Well, yes, but oh, this no, wait, isn't wait, wait. for you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you said, guys, I have to make an. I have to make. A, no, a, I said, guys, I have to make an confession. confession I've never to, had a cheesesteak. Yeah, to me and Charlie. You're saying that to me and Charlie. I've right? never told you guys that I've never had a cheese. But we, How do you know in the last... I started eating red meat again like seven or eight years ago. How the fuck do you know I haven't had a cheesesteak between now and then? I can... I can surmise based on knowing you for the last 17 I'll years that you've never had You guys are acting like you've never seen me eat like a breakfast burrito or a big pasta dish or like french fries. I eat that shit all the time. That's true. You're that, back on true. it and it's encouraging to see. It's encouraging that's to true, see. That's true, but I can, st- I can still thing guess. Where, okay. I can still guess. If you, if you laid out 10 <laughs> things, if you laid out 10 things, like 10 shit foods, yeah. Okay. And I can, and I know that you do eat some shit food from time to time. I sure. bet you I could pick out which shit food you did eat Ooh. and which you didn't. Okay. What's scary about Rob is I feel like he knows shit about you or me better than we know about ourselves. Like he's like he's like he's spying on us in a way. Like he's, he's spying on us. Well, yeah, are you I'm spying collecting on us, information yes, that I can use to leverage. No, You're I so weird. I just notice. No, so weird. I notice what you eat and what you don't. You, eat. you notice things that maybe the other person. God, get on. off me, you creep! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, That's he's so creeping creepy. on us all day over here. <laughs> fucking, I didn't realize yeah. you were so creepy. How did I not realize this until just now? You're so creepy. You're a creepy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Name a junk footnote. We'll come up with a list. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I bet I I will uh, to give you credit. I, I I would I would I would guess that you'd probably be right nine out of ten times the things that I would have versus the things that I wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, based on conversations we've had and you seeing my food preferences and certain sure. things where I'm like, ooh. You know, that's kind of gross and that whereas this Salad is okay. from a meal delivery service. Yes. McDonald's cheeseburger. No. Like some things are very Cheeseburger from a certain kind of restaurant? Yes. Right. Oh. Cheeseburger from another kind of restaurant. No. 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 And, no. and that's I think how not, most people eat food. Yeah, and really not <laughs> 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 right? Yeah, but you know it's yeah, whatever. I uh, guys. Uh, this it hit the nerve. No, no, no. Oh, not, oh. No, no, no. It's just uh, you know, I I just don't I don't like being portrayed as somebody who like literally never eats delicious food. I I I I don't like no, that. No, but you are more exacting and particular about your food than That's true. than most people oh, I know. Oh, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. No, I, I try to follow like, it's like the 90-10 rule. 90% of the time I eat extremely healthy and I don't eat for joy at all and don't really particularly enjoy what I'm eating. Uh, I eat it purely for health reasons. And then the other 10% of the time, I kind of eat whatever the fuck I want. And I, I, I think it's pretty good. Look, my doctor says my numbers look good. You got yeah, your numbers good. I'm going to live forever. Ninety percent of the time, it's going to be miserable, but I'm going to live forever. But ten percent of the time, you'll oh. enjoy you'll enjoy ten percent of your life. And uh, well, and by the way, that ten percent that I'm eating, whatever the fuck I want, guarantee you, I enjoy it most more than most people because right. I've deprived you myself deprive the other ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, well, why don't you get it down to like sixty forty? Then you can enjoy forty percent of your life. But then my numbers are going to go down. Not necessarily. My numbers are fine. I, hey, whatever the fuck I, I want. Not, I bet you they're not. I bet your numbers are well, great. Well, but I go to a real doctor. Yes, you, so do you, I. you go to a doctor somewhere who who, te- who tests for things that don't even exist. Wrong, wrong. I go to I go to a, a Western medicine guy. 
well, a then, Western well, medicine let's compare doctor. numbers. That's what we should do. Ooh, that's what we should do. Uh, let's grab our sheets. Let's grab our graphs <laughs> and our charts, and let's compare our blood, urine, and feces. <laughs> you will have to go to a neutral source, right? Again, <laughs> to go to a third party. Well, How to interpret the numbers? I don't trust Glenn's doctor, whether he says it's Western or not. Oh, you think he's west working the number? What? You think he's working the numbers? <laughs> like I got uh, west of west, where? West of Highland Boulevard. <laughs> you go definitely far enough west. west you go far enough west. If you go far enough west, you'll definitely you'll, you'll end up in the east. Back east. Yeah. <laughs> guys, let's talk about the vig. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys know what a vig? Wait, hold on. I, 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 Charlie, mm. your character doesn't know what a vig is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a vig is? To this day, I, I don't know. I've you don't for, totally I, know I've what a vig is. Forgotten. I think maybe around the time we did the episode, we learned it, understood it, yeah. and then I, you know, that that goes under the deleted files right. for me. We were all still watching The Sopranos at the time, so yeah. that was fresh yeah. in our heads. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it again? It's it's the interest that you pay. The on interest the loan. that yeah. you're paying it's on called, the it's, it's illegal loan you've taken. Vigorish. Yeah. So you you buy. It's you, short you, for what? Vigorish. Now that I didn't know. Yeah. It's some, vigorish. Some goomba word. Yeah. You you borrow money from somebody on the street, like a gangster. Vigor. Shut the fuck up. It's not short for vigorish. Do we have a fact check, Megan? Do we have a fact check? Vigorish. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give you a loan. It's going to be a bit vigorish. <laughs> what's the vigorish uh, on What's this the loan? licorice? Uh, uh, yeah, and then you pay, and then usually it's like uh, 10 points, which is like 10%, and then you don't have to pay back the cap. You don't have to pay back the principal. You just have to pay back the 10 points. You borrow $100, and each week you can pay back 10. Oh. And, but that's on top so as long of the as you 100. stay on top. Well, so VIG is just interest. It's just interest. That's all it is. Sort of. I mean, it, I guess it's different from interest insofar as it's not on the up and up. Vigorish. Vigorish. Mm. Nice work. How oh. did you know that? Gangster stuff. I'm into gangster stuff. I oh, read yeah? about all that shit. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, uh, you oh, really, you've read books about like the mo- the mafia. I'm literally the in the middle of, of, of uh, in the middle of a, another gangster book. I just love it. I don't know why. It's like mm-hmm. a fascinating subject to me. You should make a gangster show. There's so many good ones that have already been done. I can't do it. Like Are that. you allowed to make a gangster show? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? And like you could do an, an Irish, 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 Irish gangster gangsters, show. Irish gangsters. No, you I couldn't. Could, could you do a show about the Italian mob? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you could. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even think. think you can do that. What you just did. Mm. I'm Italian. I can do it. No, you're you can't not. do it. Yes, I am. Twenty-five percent. No, half. Can't take my fucking family heritage away from me. He's trying to take your heritage away. He's trying to take my heritage away, and we've we've stopped that. We've stopped saying. You guys, uh, well, Charlie's Charlie's aren't. last name Day, uh, I believe, was originally Del Giorno. Yeah, don't dig up my grandfather and no, strip him of his name. I'm serious though; That's it true. really it really was that. That sounded like a joke because it sounds Del like Giorno, a, yeah. it sounds like the kind of pizza you would have in your freezer. But this was your actual family last name, Del Giorno. Yeah, uh, Charlie. No, is, I thought you were 25 percent no. Italian. Yeah, you're right. Quarter, quarter, quarter. <laughs> uh, I'm 25 Jewish, so so um, there you go. Oh. So I can drop a hard J whenever I want, I think. I think. Um, another iconic moment from this show that comes up a lot is us singing Bismarcky, rest in peace. Mm, R.I.P. Um, on the show. Now, I remember very distinctly uh, when I first heard that song when I was in elementary school, and it blew my mind. It was a fantastic I had song. never heard anything like that in my entire life. I guess I don't know that anything anything even close to that had ever been done before. Like it was like a it was like a pop song, but also rap. And also it felt like he had a speech impediment. 
You know, well, he probably did. Or Maybe yeah. it was did one of the first times that a mainstream audience was being introduced to someone who was sort of half rapping, half singing. Yeah, half rapping, half singing, and 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 in a very pop songy kind of way. Yeah, yeah, it was very unique. It's and a it, great song. It's a great fucking song. It holds up, and uh, and that's why we put it in the show. Well, I, I like that uh, you were singing it. You guys were on the same page, and then it's very stereotypically our show where you were then giving her notes. You were telling right. her that she was a little too high. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, like the characters can't just Life can't just do a thing. Yeah. Can't just do a thing. Oh, you mean as the characters? Yeah, the, as the characters. Oh, yeah. Maybe also in real life, but he was playing as the character. I remember us getting in a really stupid fight. Okay, in the editing, here in we the go. Right? Here now, we go. Charlie said don't call them fights. He said okay. call them well, creative. Well, was it a fight or was it a creative disagreement? I don't know. It was, it was a creative <laughs> argument. It was a creative argument. Um, do you guys remember, uh, let me see if I can tee you guys up for this. So there's a moment where uh, Dee and I are waking up after binging on crack. Mm. Uh, by the way, I don't know why we were so strung out on two rocks of crack cocaine. It makes no sense, but whatever. Let's move past that. Um, anyway, we're super strung out and uh, we wake up in the morning and the alarm clock goes off. Yeah. Do you remember the argument that we had about the alarm clock going off? Yeah. You do? I think so. Wait, well, hold on. Well, okay, before I, you say I, I think so. Yeah, I'm not going to say with certainty, but right, I right. do believe I do. Do you remember what it was? I would would say it's got something to do with the with my I could be way off. <laughs> I feel like maybe Rob and I liked the idea of putting that rooster and the ring <laughs> yes. and the Hawaiian song in there mm -hmm. and you did yes. it. Okay, no. What I liked was I wanted the Hawaiian song and either the rooster or the alarm sound but not both i was like i'm cool with the rooster and the hawaiian music i'm cool with the alarm going off and the rooster I, i'm sorry the alarm going off and the hawaiian song what made no sense to me was a root the rooster and the alarm clock sound because there's no alarm clock in the world that you can set to rooster and bell Let's fact check that. Let's fact that. Megan, I'm you want to sure see? we can find something. No, this would be in 2006, so it's got to be for, for, <laughs> so, up so to 2006. That's not an argument. That's a creative disagreement. And I, it's funny to look back on that and be like, God, that doesn't matter at all. Oh, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it <laughs> like doesn't. Some but, of these arguments move the needle. That one does not. Well, I got a surprise for you guys uh, that, um, well, I was waiting for it to be surprised, but it might just be fun to expose it here on the You guys, the, I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited podcast. right now. A surprise? Yeah. Um, we have an episode this year. I'm not going to give anything away, but our characters wake up together uh -huh. after a very long, hard night. If you recall the episode that we shot maybe four weeks ago. Uh -huh. yeah. I saw a cut of the episode. As to Charlie, we gave notes. Yeah. And then I had an idea. And so I asked the editor to put in, I said, can you go back? We did an episode called dare. Dennis and Dee Go on Welfare. Don't you dare. Uh, can you put we, in the rooster and the we alarm put in clock? the rooster and the alarm clock. So let's see. Are you I'm fucking kidding me? I'm excited to see that. Well, we didn't lock the episode. I just wanted to see if you guys my liked it and thought it was funny. My gut instinct on hearing you pitch that is that I'll I'll feel as though I'll be more on Glenn's side in this moment. We're like, <laughs> where in, in the Denison? Where is there a rooster? Where's the rooster coming from? 
There's no rooster. The, ro- well, the we, rooster we, you could chalk up to score. Well, that's like what, uh, score. That's the argument. <laughs> what are we a the, fucking cartoon? This, this, is, is, the, this is the cartoon. argument. This is the argument we were having. We were saying maybe it's score. Maybe it's not source. Like uh, because by the way, why would why, how about this? Because this doesn't even make any sense. Why would you, you set an score, alarm clock? Score is music, not sound effects. No, it could be. It could be whatever the fuck you want. It could be a terrible record scratch. We should just wake up to that. By the way, no, we do. We've done swooshes. We've done. Gongs. We've done gongs. Yeah, that, we've done, we'll get into know, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, was, that was racist. That was that's just straight why? up racist. A gong is an instrument that's only used traditionally. You don't we'll get, get into you that don't later. Gotta use the gong. Right. But I'll go you one further. It does. It actually has to be score in the episode. It doesn't make in the in in Dennis and Digo and Welfare. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you guys set an alarm clock to go off at four o'clock in the afternoon? You would have set it off. To, you would have set it to go off at nine a.m. so that you didn't over. Oversleep. Oversleep. No, that's not score. That's a mistake. (laughs) Because there's an actual alarm bell that we are waking up to. Ring, 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 ring. And yes, a rooster. but you could also. And you chalk- guys are like, well, let's put it out. Like, let's add five other funny yeah, fucking noises could, in there to make could, it even funnier. You could chalk it up to, to the, <laughs> that um, <laughs> that they set it's it for the heads. wrong uh, wrong time. Wrong time. Yeah, because they're wrong, on this crack. This is probably exactly the conversation. They were on crack. Yeah. Meant to wake up at uh, you know uh, six a.m. I would make the no. argument that sometimes things <clears> don't have to be logical. They have to be like. Visceral. They just have to make you feel something. If it, like if the feel of it works, then great, it works. And like the logic of it, uh, you know, that's for someone else to decide. Okay. We do we do that all the time where we're like, well, I, this sure. this feels so broad to me, and you're yeah. like, motherfucker, yesterday we just you know. I then, know. No, there's no yeah. There's no, no barometer. No rhyme there's or reason. No, no, it's either there's funny no or it isn't. It's either funny or it isn't to us, and that's that's all it is. Um, like you know, uh, there was a scene. I think it's coming up, and uh, we'll get to this episode where. Mac is constantly stopping the door that um, Barbara is trying to shut on him. Yeah. And Rob, I remember you and I in the mix building out the sound of like, we're, we basically said like there's a, there's like a, a doorbell and maybe some jingle bells on a wreath or something mm-hmm. on this door, which you never see. But we layered in so many sounds because we're like, it just doesn't have the... You wanted the, it to have the impact yeah, of it, him stopping the door. You wanted this, him stopping the door to feel more... Impactful, strange, yeah, and like, yeah, it's the same uh, instinct that everybody has. Every fucking television show and movie that's ever been made over the last hundred years, when somebody's sipping through a straw, oh god, that drives me crazy. There, you hear the ice sound every every single time. You hear like the end of the the end of the drink. No matter where they are in the drink, it's. Yep, and, and I'm like, the motherfucker, the drink is full. Because you just wanted some life and sound to it, I and then the other so one is the it. is the one that we have fought against. And yet we still have used it because it's effective. Is, is the fucking feedback from a microphone? Like as if no oh, one's yeah. ever used a microphone ever yeah. in their lives. They have no idea. There's if always. If you don't feedback. know what you're doing when you when you when you uh, you know get up close to a microphone, it will it will apparently it will go. Yeah, yeah well, but, only if you don't know what you're doing. They're like, oh, oh, god. They go, they go up to the microphone, you hear, Wee! Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't, I have never, I don't know how to use a microphone. It's, it's not that I don't know how to use it, it's that the microphone doesn't know how to use itself. Right. Well, or no, it's man versus technology and, and that, that there's comedy in the disconnect. You know? <laughs> that we're not robots. So if you want to really get into the nuts and bolts, why that still funny. works, I guess. Yeah. So in the, in this episode, guys, uh, D her plan is to go to New York 
to be on Broadway. She wants to be a Broadway actress, right? And, um, you know, so we've established earlier on that she's a struggling actor. Why? What are you guys looking at each other? No, I like that Charlie scratched his beard and it sounded good. Oh, yeah, it did sound good. It sounded like, I don't have that. Can you do it again? Can you get a little closer to the mic? I feel like that's an ASMR Ooh, moment. That totally. Yeah. Charlie totally scratching is. his beard. You can make a fortune out of that, buddy. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. Uh, I don't want to attract that group. <laughs> no, no. What is, what's going on with those people? I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> oh, God, so weird. Um... You guys were both uh, struggling actors at one point, as was I. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> barely. I don't, I don't know if I ever really struggled. I don't think either one. Well, what did you? You just came out hot. You you were never struggling. The second I got an agent, I started Which, working. You started working, and I have not stopped. Okay, when so was there a time before you had an agent? Yes. Yeah, uh, like you uh, worked on the yes. Upper East Side for about thirty three weeks. <laughs> At Rathbones or whatever yeah, the fuck Yeah, I worked it's there, but I also worked on the Cornelia Street Cafe. I also answered phones. So there was there was a year of grinding. And well, then, so the, so okay, a year. So what was the weird like? Were there? Did you do some? Did you have some weird jobs? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I answered phone for the Motown Digital Anthology. I didn't want to use what. My, so you know, you remember, uh, this is this is brand new. You really? I've never heard oh, this okay. before. So so you remember how? Um, oh oh, you would call in to buy the yes, anthology. Like the, so some guy put all his money <laughs> into this Motown thing, yeah. and he you know paid for the ad space that plays at midnight, and he had about fifty people in there answering phones, and you know he was making a big to do out of it. It's like, all right, here we go. This is it. The phones are gonna be ringing off the hook any minute. The ads are going live in three, two. One silence, <laughs> dead silence. Maybe oh, like brr, brr, like one phone. You're like, is that me? No, it's over there. Maybe I answered ten calls in a. By the way, we worked all through the night, like uh, till I think it was like, you know, yeah, till sunrise almost. And uh, maybe I answered ten calls. The guy lost his shirt. We did it for like five different nights. And I didn't want to use my real name. I don't know. It felt sad to me. So I was just like, hey, this is Chuck. Thanks for calling order the, the Motown Digital Anthology. How can I help you? Most of, half the time, it was just people just wanted to talk. It was so oh, that sad. Is weird. So that, that was a funny gig that I had. Speaking of. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. A new yeah, story yeah, for you, Rob. a brand new story. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never heard that before. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, the good news is it'll be new for me again in three weeks. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't delete files as quickly as Charlie does, but I do delete them. Yeah. Hey, have I ever told you about the time that I answered phones for the Motown Digital Anthology? Oh, oh shit. Hey, Here we go. There's oh, a yeah. bit. a good bit right there. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, Char- Charlie, yeah. I got a question for you. Do you, you hate it when people call you Chuck? Or, or no, are you no. okay with it? I, yeah, a lot of my uh, college buddies do that. They call you Chuck? Yeah. Okay. Because I kind of like Chuck. I, yeah, I never call right. you Chuck because I think there are some Charlies who don't like to be called Chuck. Chuck Chaz. Chaz. I like that one. We Charles. call you Chaz all the time. Yeah. I like all Charles. Those. I mm-hmm. call you Charles a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like so that. I, it was one year in New York of, you know, really just day jobs and not working. And then. Any other weird ones? Uh, you know, it was funny. Um. I got paid to play piano in a play. Oh. And uh, it, it was uh, the play was at SUNY Purchase, the college. And I had a friend who was a student there, uh, yep. uh, Cheryl Bauer. She's been on the show and uh, she's married to Josh Driscoll, our editor. Yeah. So, uh, she's also been on AP Bio. Did you guys know that Cheryl Bowers plays my character's mother on AP Bio? No, because you don't watch the show. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So, um, <clears throat> She was doing a play in her last semester at SUNY Purchase, and uh, she said, hey, we need someone who can play the piano and can act. Can you come and do an audition? And I really wasn't playing the piano that much at the time, so 
I went up there and I kind of faked some stuff. Ooh. And uh, did you wear a funny little hat, like a funny <laughs> little bowler hat? I don't think so. And I got the gig, and the and the woman paid me to do that. And uh, I commuted up there, and then I would, like would write some like little songs for the play. And then I was also I had lines in the play. And I remember her pulling me aside, and she'd be like, "You know, you really should consider going into this music thing." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah. Well, I think I'm kind of." gonna do the acting thing and she's like yeah i don't know i the wouldn't, act, I wouldn't. The, the acting stuff i wouldn't it's like yeah all right well we'll see we'll see um, <laughs> i'll show you i'll show you all uh that so, was exactly the kind of you know it's funny because that is the kind of thing where you know a certain type of person gets that feedback and goes oh shit yeah maybe i shouldn't maybe i'm right another kind of person goes i'll show them I'll yeah, show yeah. them. Yeah, I was and in the those, I'll show I, them category. Yeah, and I, I do think that 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 is that for whatever reason, when when your reaction to something is is that like it, I think it can it can really fuel success, right? Because you you just you plow through rejection. <laughs> You're just like they just don't get it. They just don't get it. Somebody's gonna get it. Yeah, somebody's gonna get it one day. Yeah. I think, and then uh, directing Beanie Baby Addiction downtown. Yeah, you know, like uh, which we, we talked about, I believe, on the okay. show. Okay. So, uh, you know, and then. Yeah, working at restaurants. So cobbling together money wherever I could. Were you a waiter? I was a, or a yes. Host. I No, I was a busboy at, bus Ra at Rathbones. Here's another story, man. Okay, so I was working at Rathbones. It was, uh, what holiday? St. Patrick's Day. And lots of cops, firemen, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm working. I, I'm there at 4 a.m. I'm opening the, the joint, right? And we're packed. Wall to wall, you know, four a.m. Not we're not packed at four a.m. But as soon as as soon as it gets going, okay, the the place is packed. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, no, fuck? I'm I'm opening. I'm hosing down mats. I'm I'm getting the place <laughs> ready. So, so I'm I'm bar backing all day, and then the guy who comes in for the second shift calls in he, sick or whatever. So I do a double. Mm. So I work four a.m. to four a.m. and I close like oh. close up right. Uh, these Wolf. these. These guys who were bartending were making money hand over fist. I mean, it, the place was packed. Anyway, at the end of the night, the guys go to tip tip me out. I'm like, wow, I'm gonna make. I don't know, you know, I'm gonna. Well, Rob, you you bartending. What do you think I, I a barback's gonna make? New York City. Same. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah, 24 I, 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 hours of working. Oh my god. Are you uh, as a barback on the Upper West Side when I would work just like the one night shift on a Saturday, I'd come home with four four hundred bucks, four five hundred bucks. Yeah. As a barback. Uh, Which means the bartenders were making fifteen hundred, right? Yeah, I made. I think they gave me fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and my god! I was so furious. I was like, like tears in my eyes, furious. You know, but I didn't say anything at the time. I was just like, oh, okay. And I'm going home on the subway, and it's like thinking about it, like, oh, what am I going to do? And then I was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back up there. I'm going to throw a brick through the glass window. You're going to take it out on the entire organization. Yeah. Instead, yeah. I just never <laughs> went back to work there. I just was like, all right, I'm done. And then I, I, I didn't call to quit. I just never showed up again. Good. And then I started waiting tables at the Cornelia Street Cafe. And I was very bad. You know, people, I would come to the table. I'm like, you had the fish? They were like, no, I ordered the chicken. I'll be right back. I'll <laughs> let me go to the kitchen. Uh, very terrible at that. And then very shortly after that, did a like a monologue showcase and I got a commercial agent uh, al along with a regular agent that I'd gotten up at Williamstown and just started getting like Foot Locker commercials and little things and what I wouldn't give to to see a video of that monologue oh what I wouldn't give it was good monologue it was an Eric Bergosian monologue feel like you nailed it oh yeah 
you think do you think if you watched it now you would there's I did some performances in college that I where I was like oh, I was amazing <laughs> and no, uh, I mean, it was great it was and like, watched them because like, they they have those in the in the at the library that you can you can check out oh. the, and I watched a couple of my performances and I was like oh no I was <laughs> I think it was bad. Good. no it was funny because I think that was the main thing about it like all those people took it very seriously and right. mine was kind of funny it's like this guy who walks up to a guy. And it's like, excuse me, hey, I'm sorry, I couldn't have a nosy shoes there, you know? And, and slowly begins to steal the person's shoes. And it's a very funny monologue. It's like, hey, you mind if I try those on? And, uh, it, you know, it would get big laughs. Well, here's, then, uh, here's some good, you know, I'm always being asked by young actors who, who you know, pull me, like, how do you, what can I do to, like, break into the industry? I will say that, because I did the same thing when we did our showcases in college in front of managers and agents and, and casting directors or whatever. Everybody wanted to be serious and just these like very serious emotional scenes. And I was like, I bet you people are so sick of that. Like, and so I did two funny scenes. Yeah. And got an agent and a manager like instantly. Think, think and I do think, so if, my advice to you, young actor, if you uh, get into a showcase, be the funny one. Be yeah. the enter to entertain them because no one else thinks everyone else thinks like I have to give an Oscar worthy performance in this. And it's just fucking boring and sad. Yeah. Think about it. You're the whoever's in there, you know, a commercial agent or whatever, a regular agent and is watching monologue after monologue. They're probably saying, OK, who has a beautiful face and I know can work. That's so that's, that's the shitty side of it. And then they're saying, who's an interesting type that will that right. will pop. And then if you're funny. And you get laughs in the room, by the way, you'll know. Like, if you're yeah. not funny and you're doing your monologue and you're getting crickets, well, you find out. Yeah. Well, then you know. But if you're, if you can make a, a room full of people laugh, then suddenly someone says, well, there's that person has an ability that mm -hmm. I can sell. So that, that was that. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, what was the shittiest job that you had to do uh, as a struggling actor to be? Uh, the shittiest job? Well, I mean, I don't know that I had shitty jobs. I just had a series of waiting tables and and bar backing and things. How like did that. you How did you become an actor? Tell us that. Well, story. I mean, I know, but like, tell I us actually that story. don't recall. How, like, how did you get? Well, Rob was a model. Rob was never a model. Rob was a model. Well, he tried to be. No, he didn't. Model Search America. They were looking for f people who it was it was actors and models. Okay, and I fell into our, my friend Chris Backus, for yeah. example, fell into the category. Chris of Backus a has got more play on this podcast. I know than we talk about him quite a bit. He's working quite all a bit. The time. But he was my friend, and he was a uh, he's very clearly a model. But they were also looking for actors, like commercial <laughs> actors. And I, the truth of the matter is, it was because I was twenty one years old. And I look like I was 15. Yeah, you were like, I can play little tiny babies. Yes, which we've talked about. I think we've talked about So they're like, he's oh, yeah. a boy model. No, so they were like, <laughs> we, he can work, we can work him like an animal and he can be on a set for 13, 14 hours as opposed to a 15 year old. Oh man. Can. So I started doing commercials that right. way. Right. And then, and then I would do, but I didn't get, I didn't get as many as you did and I didn't get them as quickly. You but guys got to look but, up but, on but, YouTube Rob's uh, anti-smoking uh, commercial from when he was, how old were you when you shot that, 19? No, no, I was twenty. I mean, dude. I was at least twenty-one. You look, you look thirteen. Years. Yeah. You look thirteen. But how did? Wait, wait. I'm sorry. How did you get in front of those people? How did you get? Yeah. So there was this. There was this um, organization called Model Search America, which 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 would like travel around the country, and in the, they took an ad out in the newspaper, 
looking for beautiful looking young for people. looking looking for beautiful people and then looking for uh, seriously like looking looking for character ish type people and they were like actors models whatever and at first i thought oh this is like a scam and then you look it up and there was like i'm gonna get you're like i'm gonna get diddled it. for sure i'm and so, definitely gonna get diddled and so you go to this open call and i went to this open call in this was in philly and then they were like yeah come back and then you come back and you go to this this like event and then you wind up like talking to all of these agents and they basically bring you into like the modeling agents and then they were like huh no not you and then mm-hmm. then the commercial agents were like oh you, you have an interesting look how old are you and then once they found out how old I was and that I could work as a child work as an adult that looked like a child I, si- I signed with one of the biggest commercial <laughs> agents in New York which was who S-E-M-N-M Right. Back to that. We're back to that. Yeah. And then <laughs> and, book. and then I started work and then I started uh well I got a book to commercial and then I was like I'm going to move to New York and then I didn't work for 2 years. Now, what t- I have two part question. Um uh, how many times did you get diddled? And uh the other part of the question is, is did you just push past it or or did you have to explain to them I'm not actually what you want? because I'm 23 years old. And then they were like, oh, well, that you just, you ruined it for There's me. A lot maybe the, that's, that's the, the thing. There's a lot of disappointment because it's like, you're not breaking the law right now. Oh, and that's, uh, part, and that's part, part of, of the excitement yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah. Right. That they're like, oh, yeah. I'm ruining your for life. And I'm like, no, no, I've already. No, I'm already I'm, ruined. Guy, I'm, I'm, I'm 52. Yeah, I'm a, gr- <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> I was ruined years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I ruin other kids. Um, <laughs> what, did you, uh, did you, were cut you that, that, auditioning that, 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 consistently? Were you auditioning consistently? Yes. Like I would see all of you guys at the same auditions. I just wasn't getting those jobs. Were the commercial auditions too? Like some of those jobs, none of us were getting because they were big movies and yeah, we were unknown people. But like, but like the commercials, they were constantly casting. They were, and I just wasn't. I just wasn't getting them. Mm, you know, yeah. like people have like certain things that they want and yeah you and you weren't wasn't it i wasn't it <laughs> you weren't you it? Looked too young to be in the beer commercial well no then no once i then got old enough to look about 18 then they were like well there's lots of you right mm. and that was that you know right. i did my i did my my law and order and i did my i did all yeah. the the new york stuff yeah then that runs out and then you move to los angeles glenn did you never do a law and order I never got, I never even auditioned for Law and Order. What? I'm like one of the only actors in the universe who lived in New York and never did Law and Order. No. That, I think the first on camera gig I did was Rescue Me. Oh, no, not Rescue Me. Sorry. Um, uh, what was Dennis Leary's show before that? The, oh God, what was the name of that show? Remember where I, oh, yeah. yeah well, that was out here. No, that was in New York. Oh, it was? That was in New York. The but, Job. Uh, yep. That, that's the show. Megan pulled it up. Megan the Job. Uh, it was a pretty good show. It was a, like a half-hour drama comedy about about cops. Uh, well, it was a comedy, but it was it took place in a police squadron. Anyway, uh, that was my first on-camera gig, and then uh, yeah, and then I did like a ABC movie of the week called Monday Night Mayhem, where I played Dick Ebersole. Yes, God, uh-huh. I remember that too. Yeah, Dick yeah, Ebersole. Oh man! Wow. You know it was funny because I, I I also looked very young, not not as young as you did, but I I had kind of a babyish face and I I looked pretty young and um but I already had like massive amounts of chest hair, <laughs> <laughs> like an, an obscene amount of chest hair uh, for 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 the it didn't match the face at all. It was like it was like Tom Selleck level chest hair on the face of like a, a somebody who looks like he's eighteen years old, 
And uh, uh, so I booked this Dick, Dick Abersole role, and there was a scene where I was supposed to be sitting in. We were me and um, oh god, what was that actress? John uh, Hurt, Heard, uh-huh. not Hurt, yeah. but Heard. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, John Hurd and I were supposed to be at a golf course, sitting in these like uh, lounging chairs, like looking over the golf course, smoking cigars, and watching people play golf, and having this very serious uh, conversation about about football. And when I showed up on the day to shoot that scene, um, they were like, they showed me the, my, to my dressing room, and uh, <clears throat> I go in there. They're like, go ahead and get into wardrobe, and then we'll get you into hair and makeup. And I was like, great. So I, I opened the closet. They're like, yeah, your wardrobe's in the closet. I opened the closet. It's just a little teeny tiny pair of shorts, like a pair of like a, ba- a bathing suit. And I was like, uh, uh, on a golf course? Like, what's going on? I pulled the AD aside and I was like, what is this? I, I, why am I wearing a bathing suit on a golf course? And they were like, oh, they changed it. They changed it. You're going to be in a hot tub now. And what I didn't want to say because I was super embarrassed about it was I was like, I have so much chest hair and I just don't want to show it. Oh, and I hadn't, oh, yeah, oh, I was so self-conscious about it because I was like, I want, you know, I, I wanted to be able to play young men and yet I had the, I had the torso of like a 40-year-old man and the face of an 18-year-old and it just didn't matter. And I, I remember I went to the hair and makeup trailer and I was like, hey, do you guys have scissors? And I fucking like tried to trim the top part because I knew it was only the top part of my chest hair that would show and then I and then we got in the hot tub and I dipped down as low as I could get you only trim the top I see what you're going you're going for shoulders I know what you're going for but when you took your shirt off was it just the top of your chest hair that was trimmed and then the lower half was full Bush? Uh, yes, full bush, yeah. But that's because I was I knew it was going to be in a hot tub, so only a certain amount of it was going to show. And that was, the, and I didn't have time. Like, I honestly yeah, didn't hilarious. have time to so do the whole like, thing. So we, uh, we're changing the block in here. You guys are going to be standing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now you guys are going to be standing outside. The, but like, I tried to get as low in that hot tub as I possibly could. Oh, I was so, like, guys, I was so self-conscious about it. I really sure. was. Of course. Sure. That's how fucked up that is that they're like, oh, by the way, now, uh, yeah, it used to be in the script. That's script. not okay. Yeah, and no, all of a sudden you're gonna be okay. half naked. Fuck no, you. No, yeah, you fuck can't you. Do that. Yeah, you but can't I didn't know. That. I didn't know. Fuck you at the time. I just of thought, course. Like, you know, well, yes, that's, sir. Of course, but that's not. part of the. That isn't that part of the problem. Is like nobody knows fuck. Nobody has the confidence to say fuck you because they think they're gonna get fired. Which, by the way, you might have. I might. I might have. Yeah. You definitely yeah. would have. Yeah. Back then. Back then. Fuck. Yeah. Guys. Probably. Yeah. Oh, guys. Well, well I'm bored. Um, Are you bored? Well, yeah. I mean, I love you guys, but... Um, You're sick of it. Yeah, and I think <sighs> that the audience has had enough, and let's do the next one tomorrow. Yeah, guys. We yeah. did it. We did it. We did it. The end. The end.